Right, all right. Welcome back to another 3P podcast. It feels like it's been a minute. I am Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Brandon Ogden and Chase Mena Slade. A lot of sports to talk about. We're kind of in the in the part of the year where we have a bunch to talk about, like MLB, NFL, college sports, NBA is getting going. So NHL. NHL for this guy, not for me, but, you know. We got a lot to talk about, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Where are we where are we starting, boys? We're gonna start, Chase. Uh, give me your Stanley Cup Finals predictions. <laughs> what, what what team is PK on again? <laughs> Did you name five NHL teams? <laughs> wait, wait, teams? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Red Wings. Yep. Hurricanes. Shouts okay. to Carolina. Um. Oh no! Hold on! I swear to God, I can do this. Uh, that's a strong two. Oh wait, who plays in St. Louis? It's the. Uh... Oh God! The color. The color. I don't know if you can see. They're white. They got Tarasenko. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's player number two. The Noted. Blue. The Blues, yeah. <laughs> the St. Louis Blues. Okay, that's three. I, I don't know if I can hear this much longer. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, the Rangers, the Rangers. The Rangers is four. There you go. And then the LA Kings. <laughs> Give it up for Chase Minnesota. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure Trey can do I don't know either. I do it. it would be a struggle for me, too. So. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, let's start with college football. Let's uh, Chase, your Texas Longhorns eliminated from the college football playoff pretty much last week. How you feel? Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Walked around Mizzou homecoming with a with a big Longhorn hat on. Yeah, you did. <laughs> all, all day. While they had just lost. Like, right when we went out to go see people, they had just finished yeah. the game and lost. Big, big oh, bet. Hate didn't, to see it. Say that again? Said big bet. Didn't pay off. It happens. Yeah. Now, Trey, your Notre Dame Irish are still in the picture. They just have to win out. Can't lose a game. They have to win out to be in the conversation, especially now that Georgia lost, because that makes yeah. that almost win look worse. Well, now, so. not even that, but now if it comes down to two one loss teams and it's Georgia and Notre Dame, Georgia's going over Notre Dame. Yep. I mean, sure. Yeah. So, but but if they went out, they're at least in the conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. Their toughest task is probably Michigan left. Um, as they far as by this week, and then Michigan. So, as far as so, I, I pulled up the the slate for this week. We have a lot of games where it's pretty much elimination games. So, and some of them aren't real. Um, some are. So, like Arizona State, Utah, both are five and one. Both top twenty teams. They're not making the playoffs, but losers out for sure. Um, Washington, Oregon, Washington is five and two, um, but it kind of feels like if they can go eleven and two, you never know with them. It seems like the committee always loves them. Oregon lost to Auburn early in the year. If they lose, they're out. Um, there was another one. Uh, the big one is Michigan, Penn State. Penn State six and zero. Oh, Michigan five and one. If Michigan loses, they're out. Um, Michigan, I still think they were one of my preseason uh, playoff teams. Their offense is not good. It's not good at all. If they can win this game, um, Notre Dame, Michigan is going to be a huge game. Um, and then always it comes down to the last game of the year for Michigan. So Have, have they ever taken a two-loss team to the playoffs yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I think this year will be the first year. 
I could see, I could definitely see Michigan just fucking it up this weekend and then ruining it for Notre Dame later on. Don't yeah. say that. Don't say that. I guess it's Um, the big shocker last week was for sure. Uh, just mentioned it. Georgia Bulldogs go down to South Carolina at home, which is the weirdest part. Uh, Will Muschamp, not a great coach, um, and still found a way to beat Georgia. Not a good head coach or not a good head coach, coach overall? I'm about to say, he's, he's a good, good D coordinator. He's a good yeah. DC for okay. sure. Okay. Uh, another big game, my Hawks went down last week to Penn State, got beat 17-12. to 12. Can they're, we agree that they're boring to watch? Like, oh, this year they're so offense, fucking boring. Their offense is abysmal. Have they, have they ever not been? I feel like this is the regular. Um, you know, in the early 2000s, uh, oh. they, were actually, they were actually really good. They had a, the Heisman uh, runner-up. Um, they used to have, like, lead the, like, uh, country in, like, rushing. All right. Like, the triple option team. So, like, they've had good offenses. It's exciting to watch. Dude, when you're just pounding guys and running over, yeah, that's that's fun. Never. Never. If I want to so, see guys I like, like, yeah. In the early 2000s, that's what football was, though. Uh, it was. But, yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's bad. It's, it's boring. It's if bad. If I want to watch 10 passes in the game, I'll either uh, pull up some old Tebow film or I'll just watch, like, a high school game or something. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, they're boring. I'll admit it. <laughs> then the other big one last week was LSU over Florida. Everybody, I kind of want to start with LSU. Everybody mm. loves LSU. I've said it from the beginning. I think Burrow's the real deal. Think I think Burrow's he's so good. Deal? You, think, you don't think you, so? No, I, 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 I tend to agree. Do you think LSU can go into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama? I don't even know if it's at Tuscaloosa. If it's, if it, if it's going to be a year, I feel like this is going to be the year. I think it's Burrow the is the spark that LSU probably needs. So, yeah, I'll take I'll take that upset. I like that. Okay. I'm trying to figure I haven't out. watched Alabama, so I, I don't really like it. Bama or has been really unimpressive. Um, mm. Like, they win. Margins, but like it's not running the ball. The defense hasn't looked the best. So that game is in week 11, so November 5th uh, or 9th, excuse me, and it is in Tuscaloosa. Tough. Has anybody popped out yet as a like front runner for Heisman? Like, clear, clear front runner. Other other than the everybody who we thought would be in the top five or whatever before the year. Anybody like had their standout? Like he's it clearly in the league. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it clearly, but yeah. Jalen Hurts, they compared the stats, and they're literally right on with the last two Oklahoma yeah. quarterbacks. I just wonder if so. it hurts if it's going to be a fatigue thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to give it to a third straight Oklahoma quarterback. But uh, he's he's up there. It's him. It's Burrow for sure. But if they keep winning, I don't think they have a choice but to yeah. not yeah. at least include him. Yeah. Or He'll be included. Sure. Like Tua last year, where it's it's him, it's him all year, and then he has one bad weekend when he's playing like kind of hurt, and then – all of a sudden, he'd lose the high yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, two of us up there. I think Josh Fields, the Ohio State quarterback, has a real good uh, argument. Uh, Wisconsin running back? Wisconsin running back, Jonathan Taylor. But I feel like they're going to lose two or three games eventually, and it's pretty much going to be it for him, like regardless of what he actually – like produces okay um so i kind of like he's in there i think he gets like an, an invite but i just don't see unless if they, they have to go 12 and 0 for him i think to have a chance to they play michigan i think they might they play ohio state in two weeks okay so that would i be feel like they one. play michigan i could be wrong there but i feel like if they play michigan they'll kick their ass they already kicked 
Oh, they already beat Michigan. They pounded Did they? Yeah, they pounded them. Okay. So awkward. <laughs> if you had to pick, who who would you say? I don't know. Give me uh, the championship game. If you had to say who you think the best two teams are right now, who are you crowning? Give me that. Uh, I'll say Clemson and LSU. Clemson LSU. Just the hot take of because I'm tired of Bama. So I think I, I got to run back Clemson Bama. I mean, how's it? How's it not going to be though? You know, who's going to beat them? Maybe LSU slides in there. I can't, I just don't see it. They never they never really pulled through with that. And I'm using a little bit of reverse psychology with my answer. I think you guys can figure that out, but yeah. <laughs> go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. I don't think – I think Clemson I, – I could see them going 12-13-0, then losing in the playoff. I like, I don't buy this Clemson team right now. In Some, the first round of the playoff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something doesn't look right to them or right to me. Uh, their offensive line gets bullied. Lawrence does looks like a shell of himself compared to last year. Uh, they should have got beat by North Carolina, yeah. um, which is not a good North Carolina football team. Uh, if you gun to my head, I'd go Ohio State, uh, Alabama. Yeah, I forgot about Ohio State. Ohio State. They, they look legit. Ohio State's Chase Young. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's their defensive end. Dude comes out. Yeah, I've been hearing about him. Yeah, this dude comes out. He wears the Zeke shirt. For um, he's a defensive end. He's like six five. He's got about a fourteen pack. Just <laughs> chiseled. I mean, he he's incredible. He's unbelievable to watch. Little crop top. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. You should see It's weird how it's weird how Trevor Lawrence and Tua both kind of look like shells of himself. But you know how you said that this year might be the year where we have the first two win or two loss team in the playoff. Maybe it's just an ugly year. It might be. It or might. Be. Emma doesn't look kind of like the same as Dominic. Clemson looks a little ugly. I mean, Jalen Hurts is going off, but like Oklahoma's Oklahoma. Right. Oh. It's one of those things where I think there's a lot of factors into that. I think last year, like Clemson was so had so many top talent, so yeah. so many I'm guys go to the right. You go to the NFL. Bama pretty much lost their whole coaching staff, which granted they do almost every other year anyway. But still, that's, that's it's a big loss. And then they've lost a lot of guys on defense. Um, so, like, those two, I think, came down a little bit. And then you saw some of the other schools. LSU changes their offense. That, you know, makes them rise. Ohio State brings in a true power spread quarterback from Georgia. Um, Georgia, I don't know. Georgia, I expected a lot more out of. Even the Notre Dame game, I, I didn't think they played all that well. Um and they were a little unimpressive. I don't know. They have a really good offensive line. They're really good defensive line. Maybe their their back seven's not the best. Um, Michigan, you'd think they were going. I thought they were going to be really good. Shea Patterson's regressed a ton. Um, Texas was another school that they just had a really tough schedule. Um, nothing you can like. No shame in losing to Oklahoma and LSU, two top three teams right now. You know, I mean that's just it. so. I think everybody is taking steps up and maybe the top dogs are, you know, this long run, Getting sustained to the run of success team. is yeah. maybe catching up to them just a little bit. Listen, they're still they're – Yeah, still, and this is like your bounce back year. It's like you said they lose their coaches every other year. Right. You know, you, you might not – every every one of your bounce back years might not be great. Right. I mean – Another thing, too, with like Bama and Clemson, Bama's never – or Bama's only repeated as champions once, which is weird to think about because we think they win every year. Mm-hmm. And so I think Clemson's kind of going through that too. When you win, 
it, it doesn't matter what it is. Like you, it kind of takes the edge off a little bit, right? That off season, maybe you're not working as hard. You're focused on other things, whatever it is, it is hard to stay refo- to get refocused, get back into the us against the world, or we're chasing this team. Like you're being chased now at that point. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say 19 year olds, it's, it's different. And there's a reason that we haven't seen a lot of repeat champs over the years. Um, and so I think that's kind of coming into play now, with, especially with Clemson as the repeat champ. No, exactly. So, all right, let's move out of college football. Um, there's just, College football is hard to talk about because there's just so much. It's so many teams. Yeah. It's so many games. Right. right. Uh, it is, you know, it is what it is. MLB playoffs, this will be real quick. Uh, Chase, if you need to go get a beverage or something right now, it's probably a good time for you. I haven't watched it either. You haven't watched it either? I, I oh, my God. The Cubs are new, I'm not going to watch it. I just um, keep picturing Kershaw with his head down. Just uh, defeated. The thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, who compares to him, like, just, just melting down. So Simmons, Simmons tried to do that, and he, his – Best example he provided was Carmelo. Yeah, yeah. But but like, I don't did Carmelo down, help. or did he just did he just go up against Jordan? Right. Like, you know, it, I don't know if you consider that a meltdown. Yeah, and then also, I mean, that '04 Lakers team depended on Malone in a weird way. Yeah, they did. Late in those playoffs, uh, I mean, before before he um, got the rings, that's kind of how Peyton was looked at. Yeah, he would just come up short a lot, but then he got the rings, you know, midway and then on the back end. So it kind of, you know, whatever. He got over that that Patriots hump. The closest thing from like a talent as as good as him, but it was a much shorter sample size. Was LeBron in the Mav series only? Yeah. Like, yeah. but that, that, was, that was like two games, three games, right? Like, yeah. it's not. This is a five year stretch now. This is Clint Kershaw is probably a top three, top five pitcher of all time. Like yeah. it's. It, like he was, he's that insanely good, and then he gets in the playoffs. And it's, it's not the same. Like it's a lot different. Right. <laughs> and he even admitted in his press after, like, yeah, it, I, 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 I can't do it. Like it's the more, bad. The more it goes on, like the worse it gets, because he just starts thinking about it. Like, oh, not again. And that's what it was. When you see him give up the first home run, you see him just look up, like in disbelief. And then when he gives up the second, he literally just like almost fell to his knees on the mat. Yeah. Because he knew he's like, here it goes again. This is like a, it's like it's, it's weird because his entire game hasn't fallen off. It's just in the playoffs because right. like the Nick Anderson thing, like his whole game fell off. Marco, right. his whole game fell off. This is just like, just, just a line of demarcation. As soon as that playoff starts, yeah. As soon as October gets around, he's just like, oh god. And some of it goes on his manager. He's a starter. Why'd you bring him in out of the bullpen? He got a big out. Why'd you let him go back out? A lot of things that I, I think a lot of goes on the manager, but it is all right. Well, we won't talk much baseball. Um, Nationals in the World Series. What's that? You got something good? Yeah. Let's what, do a quick, quick ninety seconds, two minutes. Okay. All right. Do a rumbling, mumbling, stumbling. I gotta talk shit about the Cardinals. Then the Cardinals beat the Braves, and their manager, uh, the guy, uh, someone pulled the. Uh, um, uh, what's the old Lakers point guard? That D'Angelo Russell, where he filmed some shit he shouldn't have been filming. So they're in the locker room, 
And the head coach was like, uh, or the manager in baseball was like, fuck them. They start shit. We fucking finish it. I don't give a fuck who we play next. We're going to fucking kick their ass. And then they got out and got swept the next four <laughs> games by the Nationals. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. That's funny. Uh, so funny. So good. It's last words. Yep, famous last words. So, and, and like it was just the guy, like he was just like periscoping, like in the locker room while they're cheering. Pitchers just going crazy. Um, but so the Nationals, they won this their first ever team. But this is tremendous content. I ca- I gotta get this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Nationals, they lose Bryce Harper last, or at the beginning of this year. He leads the team. They win their first ever playoff series. And the, by beating the Dodgers, and then they beat the Cardinals there in the World Series. Um, is the AL the still going? AL still going. So they're supposed to delayed, play right? last night. Uh, it's Astros Yankees uh, got delayed or got canceled. What's uh, the series on it that? It's two to one Yankees right now. Okay. No, two to one Astros right now. Yeah, two to one Astros. They won. Uh, Yankees won game one in a blowout. Astros won game two uh, on a walk off home run. Um, and then um, they won game three, I think. I think. I don't know. Now I'm all confused. Uh, we believe you. Okay. I, so <laughs> I predicted before the season it'd be Nash, uh, Astros. Okay. So I'm rooting for the Astros because that was my prediction. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll get out of baseball. That's all it is. There's, all right. There's a quick summary of it. There you go. Okay, let's go to the NFL, something we can talk a little bit more of, even though Trey probably hasn't watched any NFL this year. I've watched NFL a little bit. A little bit? All right. I don't have and I don't have the Sunday ticket, so that sucks. Well, but... I do. You need to come over. Right. Um, um, maybe maybe hit, a little, hit a little string, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, let's talk. I want to talk contenders and maybe people that aren't contenders. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like there's gonna be a shot at me? No, no we're okay, going through it all. Okay. My team too. My team too. <laughs> okay. First off, Chase, your Broncos play tonight. They play the Chiefs at home. They're gonna win. I mean, listen, listen. That, uh, two Chiefs have been trending downward a little bit. You know, defense isn't looking great. Broncos might are, are catching our stride. Blackos looking <laughs> okay. <laughs> elite, 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 elite. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. Yeah, no, and they they just said that they will refuse to trade Von Miller. I'm not sure if that's like some sort of tactic. I'm not saying they should, but yeah. better trade of, early. He kind of feels like one of those guys that you just he should be a Bronco for life. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, uh, like- I do think they'll trade Chris Harris, maybe Emmanuel Sanders, but definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's let's start uh, close to home here. Let's start with the Chicago Bears, three and two. Trubisky's out, former Mizzou grad, Chase Daniels playing quarterback. Trubisky should be back within, I don't know, two, three weeks, something like that. Amazing defense. The offense, uh, if I was boring, the Bears make Sorry. offense, you know, go to shame. Yeah. What do we think about Chicago Bears? Are they uh, a contender or no? At the beginning of the season, before it even started, I thought they were going to come away with that um, – Right now, it's kind of up in the air. Are the Packers leading that division? Yeah, Packers are like five and one or something like that. I if it's I don't because I, I don't know. I just don't have all my trust in the Vikings. So I could see if anybody's going to compete with the Packers, I could see it maybe being the Bears. I could see this being that year. Um, I like Montgomery at, at running back. 
Um, their defense, like you said, is is really good. So I could see them kind of picking up where the because it, it felt like they had so much like hype going into this yeah. year, and then they kind of lost a couple games and kind of deflated. So I could see them picking it back up. So I'll, Chase, I'll, are you a Trubisky believer? Never. I just how many how many how many times every year do we just see a team with just a great defense as a quarterback away? It was almost almost the Broncos the year they won the Super Bowl. We had just enough. It was, hey, like, it was the Bears with uh, Peyton on his first when they had uh, Rex Grossman uh, and Kyle Orton out there. Yeah, I just it happens all the time. You think the quarter shit, even some quarterbacks that we thought were there are definitely not there. I eat uh, golf. Yeah, good luck to the Rams. You know they just traded for Ramsey, but they got a lot of money tied up in two guys who I'm, you know, this uh, golf and um, what's the running back Gurley. Yeah, well, he got a bionic knee, or he needs one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to have an out-of-this-world defense. Uh, I think the 2000 Ravens. Um, even Dilfer was probably better than Trubisky at this yeah. point. Yeah, uh, or, or a Brad Johnson in 2 Right. With that with that Bucks defense, like, nobody was going to score on it. Like, yeah. Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. Uh, this Bears defense is really good, but I don't think they're quite a that. Bears defense or Bucks defense. No, not uh, and it's a lot to play defense. It's just harder to play defense. Like even that one year, the Broncos uh, went to the Super Bowl. No, they won. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that defense was amazing. Yeah. 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 Both both years. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I'm, I'm just not a big believer in Trubisky. Hasn't really – I thought this was, like, going to be the year he came through, maybe. And to be honest, come through really just means just be average. Like, be good enough to not mess up what, what the defense got going on, and he just can't do it. I feel like this year, man, that when there are so many, like, just weird quarterbacks that you've yeah. never heard of playing right now. It's just so weird. Yeah. All right, so let's go from one quarterback to another one. That's the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 4-1. and one. Uh, Josh Allen. I didn't even know they were four and one. Ugh, tough to watch. Uh, got. I thought he got killed against the Patriots. He took a hit that was awful. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Another team that defense is amazing. Should have beat the Patriots. Uh, I haven't watched them contender. play. I'm gonna go pretender on this okay. one. Okay, I think they're a contender just because they're in the AFC and the AFC is a shit show this year. Um, they're the worst division in football. They get to play the Dolphins twice. They get to play the Jets twice. But they got to um, play the Patriots. They get to play the Patriots twice, but they're not going to win the division. I'm not talking about that. Way. They're, they're going for the wild, wild card. card. Plain and simple. Okay. Um, I, I mean, the rest of that like division, as far as wild card picture, it's between like the Colts, the Raiders, maybe the Browns. The three teams. Like, like oh, exactly. The AFC is so bad this year. <laughs> it's so bad. So, so is it uh, like a? It'd be the the Ravens would be the favorite to win that division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, I know they're leading it right now, yeah, but yeah, and you don't think the Browns are? Is the Browns under? Yeah, the Browns okay, are kind of four. They should have won last week in Seattle. They got screwed by the refs. Is what it is. Baker Baker stinks, man. The offensive line though is so bad. Like he's running for his life. It seems. Somebody- like. Somebody said that he JP Lossman uh, with rhythm, with swag. Yeah, I like his commercials though. They crack those me up. commercials are actually really funny. <laughs> I love it. It feels like 
they should. It feels like Freddie Kitchens, Kitchens is in over his head. Baker's really, really good when he's on rhythm, throwing quick, which is like what Odell Beckham is. Like Odell Beckham in the slant is unstoppable, yeah. and they just like refuse to do it, and I don't understand why. Jarvis Landry, another guy who's always been like, give me the ball at three or four yards, and I'll go get eight. Like yeah. they they have the perfect offense. They just don't run it right. What's the Steelers' record then? One and four. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because Big Ben's out for the. They're they're literally starting a guy. That guys, you know me, like how much I know football. I had never heard of this guy. I had to Google their starting quarterback. He's the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I had never heard of him. Rudolph's hurt too, right? Yeah, because yeah. he got. Cause I remember Rudolph him getting hurt. Yeah, he got the with face, the face mask, mask taken off. off. Did yeah, you yeah. see that? I did. The old school football. Well, they, 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 face got, mask knocked off? Huh? Yeah, the face mask knocked off? No, no, no. They took it off because he was like so injured. Yeah. And then he like leaned on a guy while he was walking out. You have to Google the picture. It's so <laughs> I thought it was fake. That's when they were playing Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I think Earl Thomas hit him. Yeah. I thought y'all were going to tell me that he got hit and his face mask spun around like he was Dappy Duck or some crazy shit. That would have been a better they story. Came out, but... They came out with a drill bit and removed his face mask because. <laughs> Could not move his head. They didn't need the jaws of life to get his face mask. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It was so damn funny, though. Uh, the ASC South, this whole division, it's like, are they a contender or pretender? The right. Texans beat the Chiefs last week. I'm considering them a contender. Deshaun Watson's the MVP candidate. Yep. But then you have the Colts, you have the Jags, you have the Titans. Three teams that could win any game or they could lose any game. Mm-hmm. And you just have no freaking idea. Which team is going to show up to play? Which team is going to win? Yeah, I'd bet. I'd bet. Pretend on the Jags. I'd say that the Texans are definitely going to be good. And Newt hasn't even caught his stride yet. You know what I mean? Hopkins ain't even got on yet. He had a really good first game, and he's kind of been off a little bit. The 39th ranked fantasy receiver. Yeah, it's not great. He was a keeper of mine this year. Yeah, yeah I would pick the Texans to win that division. Yeah, I think the Texans win that division. I do think the Colts. I think the Colts have as much talent in the NFL as. Most of the top teams, yeah. Um, Brissett does just enough for them to kind of squeak by. Uh, I saw they would have been a different team. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Luck, what, are Bowl they super contenders? contenders? That's what people were talking about. Yeah, yeah I, I believe that. I saw them play the Chiefs in person, super impressive. Uh, they were down their two best defenders and still shut down the Chiefs. Um, Frank Reich, their head coach, is a super, super, super smart dude. He was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So he's had a lot of success. Uh, dude knows what he's doing, and you can see it. And that team, they're they're really like young, athletic, um, really gelled, really close team, and you can see it on the field. Um, so, so maybe maybe they. So I could. I, I think. I think it's end a, up winning. I think it's a two team two team race for sure. Connor was saying the same thing this weekend. How he was surprised how the team rallies behind Brissett, who was planning on being a backup this year. How much they love him, and it shows. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's get out of the AFC because it is crap. The Raiders, anybody care to say anything about them? The Raiders. I got to say about them. <laughs> right, we'll let's start with the first. They're undefeated. Them and the Patriots Man, only undefeated This is teams. a weird team. This is weird for me. Yeah. The 49ers beat the Rams last week. That's what I was going to say. I thought the Rams were going to beat them, and that would expose their pretender uh my, like mantra, but no, they, they I think they're for real. 
They have a really good defense, a really good defense, a really good run game. I don't trust Jimmy G. I think the receivers suck. I haven't watched them play, uh, so I can't. Receivers? Huh? Who are their receivers? Uh, Marquise Goodwin, the, okay. like, the track guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, four rookies. Yeah, I was about to say Crabtree's not there anymore, right? No, nah, he's a free agent. Snatched elsewhere. Jimmy G, huh? Their best receiver is uh, George Kittle, their tight end. He's a stud, but. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the defense is really good. Okay. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Is Jimmy G good yet? Is, I'm, jury's still out, I'll say. But I don't I don't know if he's that good. He I might, like I Jimmy G. I like The other part of that, too, is the Bucks are in that division. They're 5-1. Right. Uh, the Rams, yes, I know they still beat them. But the Rams are, you know, defending NFC champs. You can't count them out. Right. Uh, and even the Cardinals. The Cardinals have looked a lot better than what people thought they were going to be. And the Cardinals are going to be one of those teams, I feel like, at the end of the year, that pull a couple of weird upsets mm-hmm. so they get familiar, like really familiar with the system and kind of get locked Ooh. in. Um, so okay. I just think that's a really tough division. What'd you say? No, I was saying Fitzgerald's still getting loose out there. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson looks great, looking like an MVP candidate. Yeah, I was just going to say, would you say he's the MVP favorite? I wouldn't. What? The only, only thing is the Mahomes thing could happen at any point. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. To me, I think it's right. – to me, I think it's McCaffrey. Okay. I like that. I, I, to me, it's McCaffrey. I'd go McCaffrey one, probably Deshaun two, and then Russ three, Mahomes four right now. Okay. McCaffrey? Wow. McCaffrey top one? White he's running. killing it. Uh, he's already the greatest white running back of all time. <laughs> Listen, the last, the last time there was a white running back that ran for like 1,300 yards, they put him on the cover of Madden. Right. <laughs> it's a one-hit wonder, too. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if I claim McCaffrey as a white guy at this point. <laughs> I think he's no, black. Have you heard them go into like the lineage of his like his family? Yeah. Just, all, just extreme athletes. Yeah. Yeah. His dad was in the NFL forever. So was his uncle. His, his mom was like a track star or something That's like that. That's the Olympian, right? Yeah. Bronco yeah. boy. Yeah. We put all of our, our greatest genes in one human being, and his name's Christian McCaffrey. He's <laughs> the last great white hope. Boy, it's him. It's him and that that kid down in Texas that's breaking all them track records in high school. Yes, the like ten year olds. He's extremely fast. He's so fast. That kid. Listen, if we can do one thing, I will die a happy man. Is we got to get a white starting corner in the NFL. I need to see it. That's it. We have one. Yeah, you literally can't name a name. I can't think of. I. It would have to go back to like the sixties. Oh yeah. Saying corner specifically, it can't be corner. a safety. I'm talking yeah. corner. I'm I was talking, gonna, I was gonna throw need, out Tom's in the corner. I need a safety. I need a one <laughs> shutdown. I need a Richard Sherman tight corner. That'd be badass. <laughs> you get to talk some shit too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to talk McCaffrey into playing corner next year. You don't want to be a running back. Save your career. <laughs> hey, the one thing about golf is like, so we talked, we talked about how the Patriot strategy was like. Hey, let's just switch it up after the headphone cut out. Yep. Has that been fixed? Do we know if that's been fixed? That could just still be a thing. I don't know. What's the yeah. what happened with that? Yeah. So I, a couple of things. One, I'm one of the few guys I feel like that still believes in the Rams. I, I think a couple of things happened. One, the running back production's been awful. Gurley is a shell of himself. That is gonna be one of the worst contracts in the NFL. Probably it probably already is. Two their offensive line, they've had a couple key injuries on the inside. Um, 
and they're just not – and they lost Roger Saffold, who was one of the best tackles in the game last year. So the offensive line's not right. And then three, the defense is just getting run all over. So they're not really possessing the – like they're just – the Bucks just went 10 yards, 15 yards, 10 yards, 12 yards, 8 yards, you know, down the field. They're not possessing the ball as much as they were uh, last year. So I think all those things are adding up. Uh, he looked awful, awful, awful last game. I have to think that you can't come – like, from where he was as a rookie to even bounce back from that takes a lot of mental fortitude because most guys don't do that. Yeah, I yeah. have to think, like, he has the ability to, to bounce back from this. I, to me, I think it's more of a matter of, of time of if or when, not if. I don't, I don't know exactly what goes on with the X's and O's. Not huge, huge. Football guy never played, yeah. but like so, McVay's supposed to be the offensive genius. I mean, he did one thing that was working, but it feels like the defenses have kind of caught up. If you're a genius, you got to kind of switch to another thing. There's difference between innovative, like Chip Kelly, and being a genius, where like you can just flip some shit on the dime. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't think them being three and three makes makes McVay yeah, have, like uh, no, as yeah. a one-hit wonder type uh, thing. Huh? I say he's not a fraud. Right. That, at least not yet. Too early to tell. We're, the weird thing with the girly thing is what makes it kind of bad is, like, they paid him early. Like, they didn't have to pay him that. It would be like if the Celtics maxed out Isaiah Thomas that one year, and then he just – and then he fell off. You know what I mean? Or, like, Max – some would say, like, Max and Gordon Hayward. But, yeah, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> it seems. Uh, the, the, Ramsey, the Ramsey trade could be a nice spark, though. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But that defense needs a lot more than that. Right, corner. right. That, that defense is bad. They, I think, they're, they're, I, trying, they're trying to say, like, okay, if you got those elite corners on the outside, hopefully that – hopefully, what is it, Wade Phillips can can bring the heat a little bit more than he's been able to? I, I don't know. Which they traded Peters to the Ravens. You guys got the biggest psychopath in the league. Yeah, good that's, luck. Mike, baby. He's – that's bad. <laughs> I, that's the one guy, I don't care how talented he is, I don't think I'd let him in my locker room. <laughs> he's, he's fucking crazy, man. But, you saw Joker. We can't say oh, yeah. the c word anymore. My fault, my fault. Jesus Christ! Crazy is the ablest term. You got to say wild. Or, uh, <laughs> wild. <laughs> he's extremely wild. <laughs> uh, all right, NFC South. The Saints are five and one, even without Drew Brees. They're a contender, no doubt. Yeah. My what's Brees back? I think they're the best team in the NFC. Uh, Carolina four and two. Tampa Bay. Two and four, but they've had a pretty tough schedule. Did I hear rumors that they're trying to Carolina's trying to get rid of Cam Newton? So he hasn't played like the last three weeks, and honestly, I think they've looked better without him than with him. Granted, I think he was hurt even okay. when he was playing. Yeah, so it's the foot thing. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's hard to tell. He's just so banged up now. Yeah, he's so many hits. The thing, the thing is though, if you you got to see what he's got left because he was your franchise yeah. quarterback. The other, did the other guy get drafted? He was like a six round. Well, when did he get drafted? Kyle Allen. You know what I mean? Great. Like, you, you sustained yourself while he was gone. That's good. That's what you were supposed to do. That's what you hope to do. But you don't see the New Orleans fans like, I don't know about Drew, man. It's you know I mean, I mean the, the thumb's not that shoulder. I've heard people talk about the thumb and say we don't know exactly what grip strength is going to be coming back. But just saying, like, relax on the Kyle Allen. At least see what Cam Newton's got. Yeah. If, if, the foot's healthy, if the foot's healthy, then you can see what the shoulder's really got. Ooh. And oh. you see all of that, then, you know, make your decision. 
I agree. The only thing I worry about is if Cam's not going to be out like another three or four weeks and they win the next three or four games and Kyle Allen's like seven and one. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be like, sorry, dude, you're going back to the bit. Like, that's the only thing I worry about. But yeah. I agree. I think, I think you got to give Cam another shot, see what he's got. Because listen, if it's not there, you know what you have behind him. Like, you can always go back, mm. uh, you know, if it's really that bad. Um, but there, t- some people are talking about cutting him, making him a free agent after next year. Like, I, I don't see that happening. And if so, he'll get signed right away. Like, no yeah. doubt. I mean, I mean, if if you bring him back this season and he's just got like a noodle, then yeah, sure. You know what I mean. But I don't see that happening. I think he'll have something in the tank. Yeah, listen, this man throws the ball sixty-five yards in the air. Like he'll have something. He's not going out there, Chad Pennington style. Yeah. But, uh, NFC East. Boy. Let's go ahead and say the Giants and the Redskins aren't good. I think we can all yeah. agree on that. It's definitely a tourist race between the Cowboys and Eagles. Both teams are three and three. Both teams play on Sunday night football this week. That'll be a good one. Cowboys started out three and zero, beat pretty much the three worst teams, and now they've lost three straight. They're not looking good. Uh, Eagles are probably one of the more inconsistent teams. They lost to the Falcons, who have been horrible. I would say the Cowboys are inconsistent. I mean, they they have talent. But and they they, out, they won three straight games and lost three straight games. How's that inconsistent? That's consistency, baby. <laughs> But, you do everything in threes. How could you not be more consistent I just, than the Patriots who are just undefeated? I just I, I don't know. They have the talent and they show sparks of greatness, but they also suck sometimes. They're so. three and three, relax. I'm just saying, I see both. Still believe in Garrett. Would you be mad if they fired Garrett this offseason and went and got Lincoln Riley? No, if Lincoln Riley, if if I were Jerry, this is what I would do. I'd go down to Oklahoma and I'd say, Lincoln, if we fire Garrett. Like, do you, like, sign this contract. We won't release it. No one will ever know. If yeah. you sign this contract, you'll be the head football coach of the Cowboys. I'd fire Garrett tomorrow. Yeah. If you can't get him and we're just going to be like, I don't know. Why see Jimmy Johnson come back? Like, yeah, don't fi- yeah, don't fire him just to fire him. Yeah, then, then you know, just keep him. Because, listen, the dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, I get, it doesn't look like it. He claps a lot. It's annoying. <laughs> but, like. It's better – like, there's not enough good NFL head coaches. Like, look around the league. There's a reason a third of the league gets fired every year. There, there's not a ton of good NFL coaches. The reason I would want Lincoln Riley is we need an offensive innovator. Our offense is not innovative. It hasn't been for 10 years. And a lot of – Garrett – the thing about Garrett, he was super – but then once he became the head coach and wasn't – kind of lost all that. So – yeah. I, I thought it was going to be Sean Payton. So Sean, so Sean Payton was the offensive coordinator. Uh, they they basically weren't going to make him the head coach after Parcells. He wanted to kind of be like the coach in waiting. Um, yeah. They said no, so he took the Saints job, and that's when Garrett got promoted to. Well, we'll make him the chosen one. Um, yeah. So I always thought that once Breeze retired, that Payton would come back because uh, I think he loved the Cowboys, but he just signed a big extension. So. Now that Peyton's not coming back, it's to me it's got to be Lincoln Riley or no one else. No, I feel you on that. Okay. So, but I could see them firing him and fucking hiring like Josh McDaniels from the Patriots. I'll blow my brains out, but <laughs> wow. we'll worry about that for a later day. All right, NFC is Cowboys Eagles. If you had a guess on who you think wins the division, 
Because I like I think the Cowboys could lose this game still in the division. Like usually behind. Like I don't see this week as like a do or die thing. Yeah, it's not great to lose four in a row, but I I, I go Cowboys. I, I do see greatness in the Cowboys, like sparks of it. So I'll go Cowboys. No, yeah, yeah. And Prescott's Prescott's looked better this year. I believe more in him this year. You would have asked me last year about him versus like Wentz. Yeah, Wentz and like some other guys. I don't know, but now I, I'm. Bigger believer in him, you know what I mean? He's put some, he's strung some games together, tossing the pigskin around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the Eagles is going to come down to their secondary might be the worst secondary in football, um, and the Cowboys don't have like a true glaring weakness like that. So that's why I would say that the Cowboys have a, the edge over the Eagles. But all right, give me your real quick. I don't care three, five, whatever. Give me your MVP candidates. I gave you mine. Mine was McCaffrey. Uh, Watson, Wilson, and then probably Mahomes would be my. Those are the candidates. I don't know who else I would throw in. Um, <clears throat> I I think Mahomes always has a shot at getting a burst and you know padding the stats a little bit. But so I I would say him just looking towards the future. But yeah, yeah, Mahomes. Those, those options are good. Yeah, Mahomes, Wilson, if it's a non-quarterback, McCaffrey. Um, maybe If it's anybody on defense ever, it's going to be Donald, but they didn't give it to him last year. Yeah. With how bad they've gotten torched, it's, he's not getting it this year. Exactly. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, dark horse. And I don't know if I can actually come up with one. There's no receivers having crazy years. There's no other random quarterbacks. Was it hmm. has a receiver ever won MVP? Probably not. Uh, maybe like on Hudson in the sixties. It's probably like a, he was probably like a receiver or played like safety or something back yeah. in the two way days. I don't know. Maybe did Jerry Rice ever win MVP? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Super Bowl MVP, pretty yeah. sure. But uh, you do a, a, a quick Google search. Give me one yeah. more. I need one more name. Give me one more name. Can we have a defensive guy? Like who? I don't know. I just like I like when defensive players win offensive things. You could do like a you could do uh, you got to think line right. So maybe Donald, maybe uh, who's been dominant on the line this year? Uh, Garrett's been okay, but Cleveland's Cleveland. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. I'll be honest. Mac maybe Mac could pull something out. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't been. Yeah, no receiver has ever won. Yeah, fuck. All big quarterbacks and running backs. We've ne- oh, one linebacker. All right, here we go. And a kicker. A kicker won in 1982. A, a kicker. Are you kidding me? No, I swear to God. Hold on, let me see if I can guess. No chance. 1982? <laughs> no I'll chance. even give you the uh, – here. Yeah, fuck it. What do you think? He for the Washington Redskins. His first name's Mark. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, oh, they won the Super Bowl in the '80s. Was it '87? Doug Williams? Uh, not that's not the kicker, obviously. But um, I don't know. What was it? What is it? What is it? Mosley. I think it's Moselli. Oh yeah, I never would have got that. He had to have kicked so many fucking field goals. <laughs> it's the only thing, like, or everybody. Just... Yeah, how many? How many games did he just win on a game-winning field goal where they were like, "Yo, without you, man, we would have." <laughs> right. Just, every time they crossed midfield, he just was like, "We're not going any further. I'll kick it." <laughs> All right, here we go. Who's the one defensive player to win it? Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say LT. 
or or John Randall. Pick that. Is I wrong? What, what year was it? Nineteen eighty six. Not. 1986. Not mm. Is it a linebacker? We get a position. Uh, line. He would be a three four defensive end now. So, but were both my guesses wrong before? No, you you were right on one. LT then, yeah. yeah. John, yeah, John Randall was too too late. Too okay, so I'm looking up this Mark Mosley. So one, it was uh, during a strike year, so they only played nine games. Okay. He went twenty. Still, though, that's weird. He went twenty of twenty-one, so ninety-five percent. Okay, he kicked two a game. Sure. Yeah, he was eight eight of eight from thirty to thirty-nine. Five of six from forty to forty-nine. He did not kick a single fifty-plus yarder. You're telling me nobody had better stats than that. Uh, and even worse, he was 16 of 19 on extra points. <laughs> oh, wow. What was the team? <laughs> How has there not been like a 30 for 30 short on this? <laughs> How much did he make one? How much did he pay the writers to vote for him to win that? What the hell? <laughs> uh, I was catching the head. He was uh, 50 for 50 from 55 and out only. Just launching them. <laughs> yeah, that's why or some crazy shit. That's bad. That's bad. All right, let's let's move to the NBA. NBA tips off next week. First off, breaking news today. Uh, let's just touch on it quick, um, and then we'll get to more serious topics. Bradley Beal signed a well two year max with two player options or team options. Uh, one player option on the last year. So he signed. He was he had he had two years left already, and then I think he signed a two year extension. The last year being a player option for like forty-six million, so it's a two-year, seventy-two million-dollar extension. Good, good to him. Uh, he believes in Washington way more than I do. I thought he would just play out his normal contract, see if John had anything left in the tank, and then be like, "Oh man, look, I'd, I'd hate to go, man, but you know, I, I got to get out of here." Do you think any of this is because of the knee problems he's had in the past? We know that he kind of has that degenerative knee. Possibly, but then is that the, is this the longest extension that he can? Maybe it was like a middle ground. He was like, I don't want to sign long, long term, but I want some extra bread in the pocket. And also, if he decides that he wants out, he still can get traded. Yeah, although now that contract's a little harder to trade for, but you figure it out on the back end. Figure it out, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like it for him. What do you think about some of the younger guys that have? Uh, you see, Buddy Hill, irate that they haven't offered him a max yet. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, he's upset. I'm upset. I saw the one I saw was Jalen Brown wanted like 40 million or something like, or 80 I'm, million or so something. They, yeah, they offered him four for 80, and he was like, nah. So I think he's gonna like pay three out for his, 80. Is, was it three? I, I think he wanted three for 80, but they offered him four for 80. Okay, okay, okay. Something like that. Either way, I don't blame him. I think that's a good. I think that's a good deal for him because I think that's what he's worth right now. Yeah. As, uh, as a guy who can play D, and he sneakily is shooting like 35% from three. Yeah. And if he can prove that he can take more than two dribbles at a time and actually finish layups in traffic without looking crazy, then that'll bump up his price. But if he still can't do that, then he'll get this same deal. He'll be worth the same deal two years from now or a year from now. Buddy Hill needs to get slapped in the face. <laughs> right. He's not even – I wouldn't even give him like a 50%. Like anywhere – Near the max, I wouldn't even give him triple digits. I think, gonna, I think they'll pay him eventually. One, they paid the Black Falcon, and two, oh, 
hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't you compare Buddy Hill to the <laughs> Falcons? Black Falcons is borderline Hall of Famer. Black Falcon, Falcon went Kershaw in the 2016 playoffs. But, I mean, in the 2016 Tony, finals. Don't he still got a ring? <laughs> he does. Uh, he got two, if I'm not mistaken. I think he just got one. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, like, also, who's the – oh, I was going to ask you about Justice Winslow. If I asked you who was a better player, Justice Winslow, or Jalen Brown, who would you say? I'd probably take Jalen Brown. Right. I would think the same thing, too. But you look at their stats, and the last two years, Justice Winslow has shot 37 and 38% from three. They both 6'7", and Justice Winslow actually knows how to dribble. Yeah. Justice Winslow just looks slow to me. Like, I, he just looks unathletic. And I know he's not, but he just looks that way. I'd say I, I, I do. don't trust his jump shot. Huh? I don't trust his jump shot. You don't trust 38%? I know. I on on four game? I know that's what the numbers are. <laughs> it does, I don't know if it's because it's ugly. Because he got an ugly looking jump shot. Yeah, it's, it's hard to have an ugly lefty, too. It is, but it's so clunky. Yeah. But I don't know. I would still probably take Jalen's younger, ain't he? Or are they the same age? Both twenty-two. And Justice has played four years. He's played one year more more than more than Jalen. Yeah. That's tough. Uh I'd probably still lean towards it depends also on the money. If we're talking like if it's even money. Even money, yeah. Same country. Who would you bet on? Uh, with the numbers, you probably have to go Winslow. But if I'm going off who I think could be better long term, like who's got the higher ceiling, I'm I'm taking Jalen. I kind of I kind of agree, but it's just crazy that Justin Winslow better than you think. When Goran Dragic was hurt, they Justice has been on some teams that aren't as good, so he's gotten a lot more opportunity. Yeah, true. But at the same time, when Goran when Goran Dragic was hurt, they literally ran a point guard. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. More yeah. Okay, let's talk about China. China. Oh Lord. Explain this to me. I know like a little bit, but like guys, I don't guys, know the whole let's not lose our sponsors here. Huh? Let's not lose our sponsors here. So let's let's keep <laughs> <All> it tight. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I don't know if you guys if are there's some, guys. If there's some people from China that want to pony up, I'll say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious because South Park yeah. this. Have you heard about this? I heard about so it. So fucking funny. But all right. So is that what it like is kind of about though? Censorship and shit like that? No, or? no. So so Hong Kong is like has like an agreement with China, like a political, geopolitical agreement, like that they will be treated like separately yeah. from China. Okay. okay. China has taking people from Hong Kong. And like bringing them to China, and then China just does whatever the hell they want because they're authoritarian regime. They're under a dictator. Hong Kong is getting scared because, and China's doing a lot of other shady stuff on top of that, mm. um, like trying to interfere kind of in their elections and do just doing a lot of real shady stuff. Yeah. So Hong Kong like wants to be a kind of like truly independent. So they're like mass like uh, protests, like huge like. Bigger protests than you could ever imagine here right. are going on in Hong Kong. Okay, so yeah. that's like the backstory of it all. Yeah, and so it's, it's because, and it's bigger because it's imagine if all of the American people were united 
on on a thing and we're going against like at one point at one time not just one group doing something it'd be like if everybody together was like hey you know what i mean that sort of thing gotcha and you. everybody from china is the polar opposite process of people from hong kong like it is such a clash like you think like republicans versus democrats here is bad it's way worse over there yeah or or at least the government because i don't i'm never really sure but the government brainwashed. Yeah, yeah, a certain a certain amount, but then some people are still gonna, you know, be be doing their thing secretly, I guess, because you can only. Right. So let's loop it back to the NBA. So I so, know it was the Rockets GM, yes. right? He goes what over. Did he, say? he said we st- like I. Or, he needs to go over. Tweeted no, that the comfort of his own home. He just tweeted. I forget exactly what it was. There's something about that he stands with the people of Hong Kong. It was. It actually wasn't even a tweet. It was just a retweet. <laughs> He what? just he just retweeted a, a free Hong Kong post. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah. Just hit hit a quick RT. <laughs> <laughs> hit a quick RT. <laughs> Changed everybody's life. God so damn. so then the owner of the Rockets a fit like more like apologized. The owner of the Rockets put out like he does not speak for the Rockets organization. Like completely like embarrasses him, shuts him down. Part of the reason is the Rockets are probably the second biggest team in China, would you say? Uh, Yang Ming, obviously, uh, a huge centerpiece for that. Um, And they're beloved there. They wear a lot of the Chinese uh, symbols on their jerseys. Yeah, I remember that. Um, So so they have huge ties to China. And Adidas Adidas is big in China because when Yao was there, T-Mac was there, and he's an Adidas guy, and now James Harden is an Adidas guy. So it's it's all woven. So, so that's what started it. Okay, so then the NBA, here's what the problem was. The NBA then, like, went silent for, like, three or four days. Like, they tried to, like, just hopefully no one, like, will see this or hear this. Meanwhile, the people in China are pissed. While this is happening, the NBA is supposed to be playing a preseason game, Lakers, Nets, China. So they're there. People are now protesting. So all of this is all happening, like, at the same time. Finally, Adam Silver, uh, and if I'm saying something wrong, Chase, stop me. But then finally, Adam Silver says, um, we support our players and, and our you know, owners and stuff, uh, freedom of speech, saying what they believe in. Uh-huh. Okay, then you have guys like Steve Kerr and other very outspoken people who rightfully are like, I'm not educated on this. It's not my time to shine. I'm yeah. not going to say it. Kerr, Curry, yeah, some other people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, also within this, by the way, just to add to like the timeline of things. So when when the Mori tweet, when the Mori retweet happens, the Lakers guys are like getting on the plane to find the China. Yeah. So they don't know this is happening. They get to China, and shit just hit the fan, and they're just like, "What the hell's going on?" Like literally, they went to practice, and they got kicked off the court after 30 minutes because the people had to come in and sand some of the Chinese sponsorships off of the court they were going to play on. And then also right after that, they were eating lunch and literally looking through the window as like their 30 foot billboards with their faces on them are being dropped from buildings. And they're like, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry. It goes through my computer. That's why cookies is ready every five minutes, man. What's going on? I don't know how to silence it on my computer. Otherwise I would. (laughs) <laughs> and try let me no it's fine just leave it at this point no but yeah and then so there's a players there's a player meeting with um it's a it's a damn group chat that's what 
Click on the actual notification. There's a player meeting with Adam Silver, and Adam Silver comes in and he goes, "Yeah, we kind of need to step stay out of this." It, before this, he had actually sent a tweet or something saying that, like, uh, what you said, which is like, you know, we are behind free speech or whatever. So he comes into the meeting with the players and he tells them, "Hey, NBA kind of needs to stay out of this, but uh, you know, free speech is kind of like the, this league's thing, and it's hey, it's you got it's your guys' thing. You guys should really speak up about this." Tells it to the players who are sitting there in China, yeah, telling them to come out and like speak out about this. There's a there couldn't be a worse idea. No, exactly. Hey man, I got to get back to L.A. Man, I can't just be stuck here in a Chinese jail for 20 years or something crazy. We gotta fly out of here. There's no guarantee to let us go. Right, and so Le- LeBron literally said that to him in that meeting, where he's like, "Hey." We the players are put in a bad position here. We're not. There's too many layers here, and I mean, you not all of these guys here. You know, you want everybody talking about this. Like, I mean, you want Javale McGee weighing in on this situation right now. Shit could go way left. But he's like, but he's like, yeah. We're he's like, as a players, we're not gonna talk about this. You know, I mean, da da da. da which sounds way better than whatever he came out a few days later and said. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So so let's let's go to the LeBron aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Because I think we covered most of the backstory. Which, and also I want to add, by the way, the Maury retweet was only up five minutes, and then he apologized later. Exactly. Did you mute this? No. The the reason why I mentioned that is because, so when LeBron comes out and he's talking about, like, uh, I don't think Maury was, I don't think Maury really knew what he was talking about. Yeah. First said that it kind of sounds like he's supporting China. Right. When, when, we, when we learn about later, when we read the stories and everything is in the write-ups, is that he's saying, hey, you weren't thinking about how this was going to affect the people who were actually in China. Right. The Rockets team was actually in Japan at the time. The Lakers and Nets were in China. And he's like, hey, man, like, we're actually here. Like, you want to think before you retweet that maybe? Or, you know, what are you going to do? And in Maury's actual cleanup tweet, he says, oh, I... I I only read one story of things and I didn't have the full. So that's more admitting that he hadn't actually thought it through. So there's, there are some people who are trying to engage in these bad faith arguments where they're like, Oh, uh, LeBron, if you're not going to talk about this, but you're going to talk about, uh, you know, civil rights in this country and we need you to speak on everything. Just being very disingenuous about like that. And that's, that's the angle I want to talk about real quick is you have the people that are like LeBron shut up and dribble. Yeah. And how they're like, oh, now you don't want to comment, or now you don't want to be political. It's like, well, bitch, which one is it? Yeah, you don't yeah. Get, you you can't have both sides of that argument. All they want is a is a ooh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> and That's so now, okay. And so now we're like at the at the point where it's like all we're talking about is who's talking about things. Right. We really, should be talking about these people in Hong Kong, man. This shit is going crazy. What's also, China has like. A million pe- Muslim people that they're like killing off. Yeah, that also should get some attention. Right. And here's the other part too. Um, from an NBA owner standpoint, do I blame them for being silent? No. These guys are business people. They're there not to win championships. They're there to make money. What's yeah. the biggest fucking market in the world outside of the U.S. for NBA? It's China. They're not going to say anything. Why would they? Yeah. And everybody, everybody outside of the Rockets owner, everybody outside of the Rockets owner and the Nets owner has been silent. 
You know what? I'll just say, that I'll just say nothing. Is from uh, like somewhere. Is he Asian? He's yeah. He's involved with. I think it's Joe Sai. He's involved with like Alibaba and like he's he's got he's got money over there. So that's his thing. So he's like, hey, he's Asian or some like he he's got connections. I thought from like actually is he from there or is he from the U.S. Uh, I think he's from there. I can't he, confirm. So like, oh, like he's been the one to speak up. Other owners, I don't even blame like Kevin Durant or like I. I think Harden maybe statement, but like Russ, these big time guys, why would you say anything? You saw what LeBron did. LeBron's pretty much taking all the bullets. Let him take the bullets. I'll just keep collecting my paycheck. Like I get it. I I like I see so many different sides of this argument and understand like. If you are really big, like, I want to be involved, um, and I know what I'm talking about, then you know what? If you feel comfortable enough to talk about it, go for it. If I you mean, don't, don't. Yeah, all the all the big money shoe guys, I mean, I expect them to sort of take a neutral approach to this because that's where, that's where your company's money is. Nike and Adidas, your money is over there. I mean, Clay Thompson, they were talking about maybe pulling his shoe deal all together. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised by any any side of this. I mean, I'm not. I'm definitely not surprised that silver wouldn't just bow down to the Chinese government because, like, but also on the other side, I'm not surprised that he's not going to come out and just and burn it all down, just just for some tweets, just to get a, a press conference off where he's like, and by the way, fuck China or some other some crazy shit like that. Because like, okay, you get that moment, but not only are you fucking money up. But like you could, you could just—he could not say nothing or stay kind of neutral and just say we pr- support free speech, and then like on the back end be like throwing money somewhere to try to help out the situation right. or something, something actually helpful. You can do the big, the big, you know, I don't fuck China moment, and then it's like okay, now you lost money and all of that when it could have just been something you held, you know, handled a little more in a more of a with more finesse. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds stupid, but you guys seriously, the South Park episode, like, it ties into this so much, it's fucking crazy. I think they just did one with this group, bro. I think that was uh, the South Park struck one or something like that. I saw people tweeting about it. But anything else, I, I like, it, it's just, it's a tough subject. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, I, I'm very, like, uh, I know a lot about politics. I follow a lot of that stuff very closely. I don't, I don't know shit about China's politics, okay? Like, I didn't feel comfortable enough even tweeting about like because I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I prefer. I, I I did like the Steve Kerr approach. Listen, I don't know enough about it right now to comment. Let me right. learn about it. That that's to me. If I were now put in that position, that would have been my go-to line. Um, but and with I, stuff, and with stuff like that, where stuff like that is you can you kind of take the uh, you don't get any points for being first. Right approach. If you literally don't know, take some time. Right, right. Come back, them cameras always gonna be in your face. You can always come back and say something later. Right, and even if it's a farce and you say, "I, I just want to take the time to learn," maybe in two weeks, Trump will do something crazy and it'll hopefully blow by, and then you don't even have to comment on it. So it'll, like, it'll absolutely, yeah. Listen, opening night's coming up. It's well, absolutely, it's gonna be gone in a couple weeks. Right. As long as they, as long as they don't, or as long as the NBA stops snatching free Hong Kong signs out of people's hands in the stands or kicking him out of games for it or whatever, it'll blow over. Yes. I mean, everything blows over. I mean, think about the fact that it never got blown up that the NBA already has a 
you have to stand for the flag rule. That was such a huge thing. That was such a huge thing in the NFL. And if you just literally hit a Google search, NBA took care of this in the 90s. They, NBA players have to stand for the anthem. It's already a thing. And, you know, some, some uh, corporations agitated even more and some kind of sweep it under the rug, whatever. The biggest thing you can do with the flag in the NBA, I think David West would always literally just, like, take a step back and not be in line. But you can't take a knee or sit down. Well, the NBA is also different. You know, they wear they wear the warm ups that have the different sayings and things, so you can protest in a lot of different ways too. So the NBA, the NBA always seems to handle their stuff uh, better than all the other leagues. I would agree with that. Um, and this was the first time it seemed like they kind of got hit in the mouth. With yeah. it. But it's also, I mean, how many times in any sports league are they dealing with this big of like oh, other? Yeah. Country's politics, right? Like it's not even so. Like so, it's just so unfamiliar. Like True. who's who 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 has the hey if Chinese uh, the Chinese you know geopolitical warfare starts to go to shit, who's got that playbook ready? Because <laughs> see Roger Goodell try to handle it, right? Like, Boy, yeah. would he fuck it up? <laughs> you know what I mean? He fucking up player suspensions, let alone <laughs> international matters. Yeah, right. He saw Ray Rice beat the shit out of a woman and said. Give her four. Give him, give him four. Yeah. You know, so like, so no one would have handled this well. Gave him, he gave Ray Rice a game for every limb he drug out of that elevator. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Let's get let's get to the actual NBA season. You did you find some some prop bets, some over unders? Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, so, so which, which one you want to do first? So I had some. There are, there were a couple uh, interesting like silly ones, which was like. Uh, ben, the Ben Simmons taking threes. We got an over under set at sixty five for the for the season. Shot and threes. Shot threes. Made threes. Sixteen. I, I'd go under on both. Yeah, me too. Okay, so he's gonna shoot almost one a game. We've got some rookie of the year. We got some rookie of the year shit. Obviously, Zion <laughs> is in the lead with he's minus one sixty two. Barrett's okay. plus 600. Tyler Harrell with a hot preseason coming in at plus 2,500. Uh, Reddish right now is plus 500. I well, still believe. Cam Reddish, Atlanta. What's John Morant? John Morant? Oh, plus 400. Plus 400. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was surprised because Reddish is at plus 5,000. Michael Porter Jr. is at plus 2,000. Yeah. Man's going to play 15 minutes a game. Yeah. To me, if it's not Zion, I think the best bet's RJ just because that team's going to be so bad that I think he's going to at least put up a lot of points. It's not efficient, but to me, the value there is not on Zion because he's such a heavy favorite. I would probably put my money on RJ. Yeah, and I, I would say that I would say that um, John Morant's going to get a lot of opportunities too, but when's the last time somebody from Memphis won an award? Like Tony Allen, first team all defense? Was it uh, Marcel uh, DPOI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, okay. One award for defense in Memphis. That's about right. Yeah, um, we got some MVP odds. We got Giannis at plus two seventy five. We got Curry plus four fifty. Curry, Harden, Harden plus seven plus seven hundred. <clears throat> AD plus seven fifty. Braun and Kawhi tied at plus nine hundred. Jokic at plus eleven hundred, Lillard all the way down at plus twenty eight hundred. Okay. 
Okay. The Kawhi and LeBron, I wouldn't touch. Uh, I don't think either of them play enough games. No. Especially Kawhi. Uh, I, would, I would go AD, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, out of that, Harden plus 700, that feels like really, really good value. I know, like, he put up a career year last year and still couldn't win it, but that's good value. Do you think anybody wants to vote for him though, with all the all the bitching and all the politicking that uh, no. the Rockets do? No, 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 no. But if anybody could put up the numbers to like just be like stupid crazy, granted Westbrook's gonna you know take half the air out of the ball as well now. Yeah, I like that plus seven hundred. Jokic is good at eleven hundred. Um, I just don't. I don't know. Did you see that picture of him? My man beefed up. No, yeah. I mean, he's always beefing up. He looked like, uh, he looked like, what's what's the heavyweight champ of the world? Ruiz. Huh? Yeah, man. Fat man. So, hold on. Now, give me some teams. I don't want to go through too many of these over-unders on the, on the win totals. Give me some teams you're actually interested in. All right. Let's start with the two LA teams. All right. Let's do that. We got the Clippers at 56 and a half. We got the Lakers at 51 and a half. The Lakers at 51 and a half? 51 and a half. Back. Yeah. Talk about, huh? Does have a higher win total than the Lakers? Yeah. I would go under on the Clippers. Paul George might miss two months. We don't know. How many, how many, how many games did the Clippers win last year? I don't know. Kawhi's only going to play like 55 games. I'm, I, look, I would take the over on both of those. Definitely the Lakers, though. That's easy. Yeah, to me, the Lakers seems too low, especially for a really public team. Yeah, uh, get a lot of action uh, on the over because Lakers fans are going to take the over. Um, I would definitely take over on the Lakers. I would I would look hard at that under on the Clippers. I bet it pays out pretty well too. Hold on, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look at who has the highest. The highest uh, is the Clippers at fifty six and a half, and the Bucks at fifty six and a half. Nobody is expected to at at around sixty at all. Yeah. Some of that's going to be because there's so much continuity now and, like, there's no super team. So, like, you're not playing the Warriors five times a year and losing five times. So, I feel yeah. like that's going to play a part of it. Um, so, you could lose, like, realistically, you could lose on any night. All right, go to the Warriors. I'm curious what theirs is. This okay. one would be fascinating. We got the Warriors at 47 and a half. They think they're going to go, like, 47 and, what, what 45? I'm on DraftKings, by the way. These, are t- these, these all seem like easy bets. They think they'll go, that's what, 47, 45? Is that yeah. doing the math right? No, that's yeah. uh, somewhere. 45. Yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, what do you think the Oklahoma City Thunders is? Like 38 and a half? It's disrespectful. 32 and a half. Oh, I thought I went low. How are they not going to win 33 games? If they trade Chris Paul. Maybe they're factoring that in. The Magic is at 40 and a half. Oklahoma City is at 32 and a half. All right, give me who's the lowest. Let me guess who that would be. Is it the, the, the Knicks or the Grizzlies? We got the Grizzlies at 26 and a half. We got the <laughs> – hold on now. We might surprise you. Uh, we got the Knicks at 27 and a half, but neither one of those are the lowest. We've got two teams coming in at 23 and a half. Okay. It is the Terry Rozier-led Hornets. Yeah, I forgot about them. And the Darius Garland, Tristan Thompson Cavaliers. Oh, 
Yeah, I forgot about them too. The Cavs are trash. Oh, I guess Kevin Love too. They should trade him. They'll they'll trade him. Uh, give me uh, what what? Let me guess. Let me try to guess the Celtics. Wait, real before you do that. By the way, uh, thirty-seven and a half for the Pistons seems like an easy over. You got Blake for a year. He just had the literally the best year of his life. Yeah. All right. So Celtics. So fifty-six and a half. You said was the highest, or fifty-nine. Fifty-six was a fifty-six and a half was the highest. All right. I would go with them. I'll say forty-eight and a half. On the dot. <laughs> so, would you go over or under on that? I would go over. I think the I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could see them coming in at forty-five wins. Maybe Jalen Brown doesn't get the minutes he wants and uh, things because like they have problems with the wing position. They right. switched Kyrie for Kimba. They still have minute problems at the wing position. So I don't still have no center now. They have no. Yeah. Center. All right, so then let's go to the Sixers. The Sixers, see, I would have probably had the Sixers as my highest win total. Uh, They're 54 and a half. 54 and a half. That, that, that one feels tough. I don't know if I have a thought on that. I'd that probably, go over. I'd probably go over. The Spurs, 46 and a half. I'd go the under. Ra- the Raptors, 46 and a half. The oh, Blazers. Way under. Blazers Wait, they did. Raptors are going to win more games than the Warriors? No, there's no way that's true. Isn't that what they're saying? That is, there's a one-game disparity. Bruh, no. I don't know what's good. DraftKings is drunk. We might have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually these sports books all have the same numbers or, you know. They're all advantage of this, man. This is. Oh. What are the Blazers? They're another Blazers and Nuggets. Those will be our last two. Blazers also forty-six and a half. Jesus Christ! What? What about the Nuggets? There's money to be made. Fifty-three and a half. Okay. Well, think, more, give me the Jazz. Jazz was and the Rockets. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz was fifty-three, fifty-three and a half, and the Rockets. Let's see. Uh, Rockets also fifty-three and a half. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on here, man. This is a lot of those seem like the overs would be really good. Yeah, easy bets. I would probably go under on the Spurs. I would too, but at the same time, they always surprise you. I would probably go under whatever the Cavs are. I don't know, like they're gonna be so. (laughs) No, yeah, they're gonna be one of the worst, and then they're gonna trade Love, and it's gonna get even worse. Yeah. Okay, I got I got one more thing before we get out of here. So. I'll give you – I'm going to give you the – what I'm going to ask you is who's going to be your surprise top five MVP finish this year. I'll okay. give you the ones from the past eight years, okay? Last year was Jokic. We didn't see it coming, like, before the year started. The year before was Lillard. Twenty year before that, 2016, was Isaiah Thomas. Finished fifth. 2015 was Kawhi. It was Kawhi's first year. You know what I mean? Before we didn't know – we didn't know he was that good. He was coming off of averaging, like, 13 for the Spurs. 2014 was AD and Russ's first year. 2013 was Joakim Noah and Blake Griffin, both in the top five. Blake, top three. 2012, Melo and CP3, top three, random. 2011, Tony Parker. Uh Also, 2011 and 2012 were the years that LeBron went – were two of the years that LeBron went back-to-back MVPs. And KD finished second both those years. 
I didn't I didn't know that in addition to his MVP, he had two runner-ups. Okay. Who could you see popping into that? Oh, I didn't see him finishing top five this year in MVP voting. I'm looking real Is quick. Zion a hot take? <clears throat> uh, very hot take. Okay. I don't know, man. He averaged like 80% from the field. Do you have one in mind? Huh? Do you have one in mind? I wanted to say Lillard, but he, he popped in in 2017. I got a good feeling about yeah. Lillard. Okay. I, well, okay. My first one is, did Mitchell finish top five? No, never. Okay. So I could see Mitchell as one. Okay. The other one would be who signed an extension today. They're horrible. Beal? Beal. What if he just puts up stupid numbers? They're not. He's. I don't see that happening. Top five? Top if five? Stupid, stupid numbers. It doesn't matter how bad you're, you can give get. Me top a stat, five. Give, me a, give me a stat line. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Give me like a Bills averaging 38 and 8. Is that going to happen? 47% from the field? Maybe. 37% from three? 94 from the line. <laughs> Shit's going to explode, man. What if he goes 34, 7, and 5? I, listen, Bradley Bill is not averaging 34 points a game in anybody's league. What if he does? I'm trying to think. I think you're buttered because I came up with two picks. <laughs> B might be the easy answer. I don't yeah. think he's finished top five yet. That's probably easy answer. Kimba? Nah. <laughs> I'd probably take Tatum over Kate, uh, Kimba in that discussion. Oh. I'm trying to th- I feel like because because AD's already taken and Lillard's already – AD and Lillard already happened, it's got to be and B's the easy answer. After that, you could take a shot at uh, Mitchell. I don't think that happens. He was top five, right? You said him. Who? PG. Last, yeah, last, he- last year he finished third. Yeah, he's not gonna play enough games to qualify. I would be Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell would be mine. Turkey Day. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who else other than the obvious and B that I would throw in there. Like maybe uh, Ben Simmons blows those taking and made threes numbers out the water. Yeah. What? What? If, here we go. What if? Uh, what if Lamarcus Aldridge just averages like <laughs> twenty six and twelve? He's still not getting there. No. Yeah, probably if he, not. If he averaged 26 and 12 and they get 53 wins, he might can get a five. Yeah, I think he'd have to finish. Literally fair. Yeah. I think... I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's rough out there. I, yeah, I think it beats the answer. Also, uh, my laptop's on 1%. Let's wrap this. <laughs> we'll be done. All right. That was three feet. Trey Leslie of the Donovan Entertainment. Brandon Ogden. Chase Slade. As always, we will be back for more. Fuck school, stole the scales out of chemistry class and made it all come back like memory lapse. I'm in that Matt Black Black strap. Bum that I blow, Matt. A weatherman and beat. I predict the boat cat. Sour any beat with the dirtiest vocab This was the 70s to be a savage nomad Shirtless wear the best, staying warm by burning trash Give a toe tag to a broke ass who's so fast